Welcome to episode two of the Worship is Life podcast, where worship equals relationship and relationship is the purpose of life. I'm your producer, Taylor Marshall, and today's guest is Bruce Rose, author of My First Worship, and here is your host, Todd Marshall. Thank you, Taylor, and hello, Bruce. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, it's good to be here. How are you, how are you guys doing? All right? Yeah, yeah, we're great. We're great. Thanks for uh, being up early for this call. I know you're actually, I know you're an early riser. You're up before most of us anyway, but thanks so much for, yeah. for making the time available. And I'm so excited to talk with you and have our listeners hear you. Um, and also specifically as we just continue to unpack this reality of worship and relationship and the purpose of life and how we engage with God in particular, how that plays out when you're leading children in worship. So looking forward to that conversation. But before we get there, um, just uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your family and uh, want them to get to know you. Well, yeah. Well, you know my name, Bruce Rose. Uh, I've been married to my wife, Colleen, for 36 years. Wow. I have um, two, two grown children. Um, and they, they're both married and I have three grandchildren, which is real exciting and mm-hmm. a real challenge. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I've been, you know, serving God for, for just about the same length as I've been married about 35, 36 years. Mm. Um, and that's been, that's been a real, uh, exciting journey. I've been involved with three different churches along the way, uh, kind of almost breaks up to 12 years per church. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, the first church I attended, um, uh, God pretty much taught me how to love people and how to serve people. Mm. wasn't really engaged in my gifting as far as music at all, but um, just learning how to um, just love people and and how to serve. and And uh, it was it was a great great time. Um, God used me in many different capacities, and you know, in uh, youth ministry, in uh, drama ministry. Um, I, I learned what it was like to. Uh, uh, I played the drums for a while. I just mm. kind of filled in wherever wherever I could, wherever there was a, a need. I just learned how to fill in, and uh, and God moved me uh, again to another church. Um, and it was a it was a healthy move. God spoke to my heart, spoke to my pastor's heart, and and we we agreed it was time to go. And uh, then our second church was Oasis Christian Center, and that was a church where God really released me uh, to be a part of uh, the whole music process and, and the worship and, and leading. And, um, uh, my pastor there, he was, um, I guess you'd call him a psalmist. He mm. would be able to just be strumming, uh, two or three chords and all of a sudden God would drop, uh, lyrics in his heart and he began to sing it. And, and I, so I sat under him and, and trying to follow someone who's spontaneous is quite difficult. <laughs> 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 but, you know, God was preparing me. And uh, one Sunday morning, the pastor said, okay, Bruce, I want you to lead. And I said, okay, <laughs> just trusting God. And, um, um, and that gift, that gift that was on my pastor just kind of, uh, fell right on top of me. And, um, that was a 10 year journey of, uh, being, um, a worship pastor at that church, mm-hmm. uh, organizing worship teams and, um, Children doing um, children's worship and and youth worship and in the meantime too I was being asked to uh, be involved in um, youth retreats and different opportunities at nursing homes and um, and hospital ministries and things like that so there was a lot of other things going along too as well and then uh, then and a healthy uh, 
leaving of that church, I moved on to Smithtown Gospel Tabernacle. <laughs> yeah, now <laughs> I want to I, I want to talk to you more about that in a little bit because um, that's where you and I start to connect. Um, right. But let's. Uh, I want to point out to our listeners what I'm hearing when I hear your story, because, um, you know, this whole worship is life mission and vision um, is about understanding, recognizing, seeing this pattern in which God does relationships. So God is always revealing himself to us in a, in a vast myriad of ways and then invites us to respond. And when we respond, he responds, and that's when anything can happen. And, uh, and I just right. hear that uh, over and over just in your, how you're describing, um, you know, God said this and we did this. I, God, God spoke here and I did this. So, um, so that's awesome. Uh, walk us through, tell us the story about what that looked like, what that sounded like when you did first come into relationship with God and responded to uh, his revelation to you of, of, of come have relationship with me and, and let me help you have relationship with others. Well, um, it, was, it was obviously, it was a learning process um, of me understanding that uh, God wanted to speak to me. Mm. Um, because we're reading the word and we're understanding and we're comprehending and and you know we we come to God in prayer, but um, just through the journey, God brought us brought me actually to places where um, I was helpless and I didn't know how to re- I didn't know how to respond. I guess it's like children, you know, when they're born, their 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 response really is just out of out of need and out of want mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and but as they grow and they begin to understand their parents and the relationship with their parents they learn that there's there's a love ingredient within that and their response changes from a want and a need to mm. just a just a, a desire to be with and a desire to hear from mm. so i think through that whole process um I was able to grow into that response where I just want to be with you because, because, because I love you. <laughs> That's <laughs> because awesome. Because I know, I know you've got the very best for me. And, um, uh, and I've, I've tried on my own to work this whole life thing out. And I just seem to come to dead ends every, every, at every turn. And, um, what I think is a dead end, God is usually waiting there for me to say, are you ready? Hmm. Are you are you ready to listen? Are you ready to listen? And um, so that was the the, the year by year process where I've, I've grown to learn and hear and wait on on his response um, to to what I'm I'm crying out for. And it's mm. not always the response that I'm looking for, <laughs> mm, yeah. but it's it's the response that I know that he's got for me. And and you know I think obedience is one of the highest forms of worship obedience out of love rather than out of mm-hmm, duty, you know? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, so that's a great yeah, analogy, a so. uh, great analogy, uh, not just analogy because it's, it's real life, but, 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 uh, using what happens with an infant, um, mm-hmm. going from that want and need to learning how to respond relationally. So what was it like for you going back 35, 36 years when, uh, when you how did you first discover this want, this need for a relationship with God? What was happening in your life? Um, how did you finally come awake to Him, to uh, Him revealing Himself to you? Well, I, I mean, I was always a relation 
relationship kind of a guy. Mm. I've always, um, I've always really cherished. Uh, I've, always, I've had a few really very, very close friends in my life. Um, and and I, strangely enough, most of my relationships and my friendships were with women. <laughs> mm. And, and that was odd, but that be that as, as it may, um, I had actually been engaged uh, to a particular lady. Uh, we had been seeing each other for over four years, and we were engaged to be married. And then one day, um, we were at the South Shore Mall, and she looked up at me, and she says, I don't love you anymore. Oh, wow. And, and that just pulled the rug out of my whole life. I spent almost um, eight months in depression, just mm. like I poured, I poured my life into this relationship. And I thought it was—I thought it had substance. I thought there was something to it, and um, it turns out there was nothing. Nothing was there anymore. And so I, you know, I swore I would never love a person again. I was like, "That's it. I'm done with love. I'll, mm. I'll never love again. I'm, I'm not going to have a relation. Relationships? No, that's not for me anymore." Mm. And and but then one day, um, I guess the fruit was ripe. I had turned on the TV, and. Um, Billy Graham was preaching hmm. and he told me he told me about a love that God had for me mm. and a love that would never I'm I get emotional you know mm-hmm. I go right back to that that moment and you know I begin to my voice I just so excuse me if I kind of lose it a little bit it's but all right. I, I just um I I just said that's I want that kind of love mm. you know my heart was ready to receive it and I want that love that's never going to leave me I want that love and and that began the journey right there. I was, uh, that's the love that I, I just knew in my heart that I was been searching for all my life. And, wow. and, and yeah, and then that, from that relationship, I began to put God first. You know, the first verse I put the memory was, you know, Matthew six thirty three, where it seek, seek ye first his kingdom mm-hmm. and his righteousness. Mm-hmm. All these things will be added unto mm-hmm. you. And I think that was the first song I ever wrote. I just put that to music. So oh, I was wow. singing it <laughs> every place I go. And, uh, yeah, and and that's kind of that was the the starting point of my relationship with God and 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 him and me being actually able to hear his voice calling me into a relationship with him. Wow, that's a beautiful that's yeah. a beautiful story. And another shout out to Billy Graham and his yeah, really? his, his <laughs> impact of his life. Um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's that's beautiful. And you know, in the mystery of that, I mean. God is always revealing himself, always inviting us to respond. And, but yet so many of us um, have these stories where circumstances brought us to a place where all of a sudden our ears, our eyes, our being was opened. And all of a sudden we saw, we heard, we sensed, we recognized. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's the greatest mysterious reality uh, that exists. Um, and it's so beautiful when you um, just hear another another story, another story about yeah. it. So anyone who follows you uh, on Facebook and maybe even in other ways uh, knows that you're famous for your sunrise pictures as you live out there <laughs> on Long Island and you're on the South Shore. Um, and you're an early riser, um, and yeah, you're just out on the water in your kayak. Tell us, yeah. uh, tell us, um, you know, about how that became uh, your time with God, um, and what that looks like, what that sounds like, and then, and then how you carry that um, throughout your day. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that. That whole process kind of evolved out of. Um 
my job description, which um, I was a, a commercial roofer. I worked on flat roofs, and uh, and that usually required me to be up quite early in the morning because the jobs that we went to were usually either in Nassau County, Queens, sometimes Manhattan, sometimes Staten Island. So the early rising part was kind of an ingrained thing mm-hmm. in me for a long time. And uh, once, once um, uh, Christ became real, God became real in my life, I, I began to realize God began to speak to my heart about preparation. Um, it, you know, if, if we want to, if, if I want to hear from God, I've got to be in the place, in that place to hear from him. Um, if, if I want to go in the shower and get wet, I got to stand under the water kind of a thing, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, your position, position of the, of your heart, your, your mind, your soul, the whole, that's got to be, you know, number one. So, so God was just like, well, I just want you to be, I want you to take this time in the car as you're going to work. And I want you to, I want you to pray. And you know, pray for your family. I want you to pray. Pray for your 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 workers. Hmm. Um, pray for all the things that uh, uh, that are, are are important and that are mean something in your life at this point. You know, and 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 I'll speak to you, and I'll and I'll give you direction, and I'll tell you what to say, and I'll I'll tell you when when to be quiet and when to listen. And uh, so that was that started uh, during the whole work process, and. Um, but then also too, uh, coming home from work because the cares and the worries and the all the struggles during the day on the job, I I didn't want to bring all that home to my family because mm. once I step in the door, my my mission, my ministry is my family, yeah. and um, a lot of times, you know, uh, there would be moments where I would carry things home that shouldn't have been brought in my door. Mm. So God spoke clearly to me about that too. So it's it's those times when. Um, we we just need to uh, just let it go, let things go that have happened during the day, and 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 seek God about okay that the day is over, it's it's done, and now we're gonna now we're gonna go minister to my family. Mm-hmm. So so though so and uh, that just carried over into into my uh, my Saturdays and my uh, sometimes I would even go out in, in the bay and wait on God out in the bay even Sunday morning before church. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, it was an exciting time. I just, I've always been an outdoor kind of guy. Um, when I was before I knew the Lord, I actually hiked, backpacked across the country, um, all the way to Arizona, hiked down the Grand Canyon. Um, I just appreciated God's creation. Yeah. At the time, I didn't give Him glory for it, but but I always had a, an outdoor kind of feeling. So when I was able to get the kayak out on the bay and be able to appreciate. Uh, creation and mm. how just creation declares God's glory. And, and, um, and it, it was just beautiful. And, and now, even now, even when I go down to the Bay, um, when all these photographers are out there and people are just admiring it, I just casually walk over to them and, and begin a conversation about the beauty of creation. And mm. one awesome. thing leads to another, and we're just, we're just talking about the creator. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the, the, the pictures, I was always a photographer way back in the day, back in the 70s and the 80s, I used to take lots of pictures, but now I'm not so much focused on the, the actual pictures as I am about the actual, you know, presence of mm-hmm. uh, the actual being mm-hmm. there and, 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 and appreciating it for what it is. And yeah, so, and, and that's what I do. Uh, I love to, uh, I love to be a part of Facebook in, a, in such a positive way because sometimes there's just so much negativity going on mm-hmm. and, and people always tell me, oh, Facebook 
this and Facebook that and Instagram this. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to do what I believe God's called me to do for this season and stay, stay, stay right where I am until I hear something different. <laughs> yeah, man, Bruce, that's so, that's so cool. I love hearing your story. There's things that you just shared um, that I've never heard about your story before. And uh, I love just the combination of like the discipline and um, the testimony and also just the, the fascination with God and creation. And what's cool, Bruce, is I just, you know, sometimes in testimonies we can hear um, similar language or similar testimonies, but I just like love and um, can hear in your voice that like, this is your story and it's so real to you. And I'm just so like encouraged even sitting here listening um, by how this is so like, this has been a true encounter with, with God and like a true hunger that is, I'm inspired by the hunger that you have for the Mm -hmm. Lord and like how even in my own life, just, um, continuing to seek the Lord in the morning and develop into what that looks like. Um, things that you've said, like, you know, keep work at work or make sure I'm praying for my coworkers. The way you're explaining it is that God has like specifically put it on your heart to do that. Not like you read in a pamphlet that that's the the right thing to do. And I just love hearing how God's speaking in your life to do these amazing things. And just want to, um, yeah, just appreciate you, Bruce. Even a couple weeks ago, I benefited from your time, um, with the Lord in the morning. You sent me a text that I needed to hear that day and you just had a word from the Lord and. Um, that's been speaking to me even since and just want to, uh, respect and thank you for that, man. It's amazing. Mm. Well, you know, the great, the great thing about, um, the great thing about the relationship that, that, um, God has given me with him and the Holy spirit is just, it's a daily thing. I, I mean, as I walk through the day, as, as I encounter and I come across different um, situations and challenges, I say, God, what would you have me do? God, what would you have me do? And, um, and and it's great because it's a, it's an ongoing thing. I, I I feel like I'm in the place where I know um, I was created to be, you know. And that's that's what I try to express with a, a lot of people that I come into contact with um, when we talk about worship and we talk about, um, you know, it's it's not so much what we do; it's who we are created to be. And mm-hmm. I mean, no matter no matter what happens, you are going to worship something <laughs> right. that's what you were created to be and and let let's let's get our focus on god that that's what we need to that's that's our focus of worship not not on our things and not on our our yards and our cars and and uh, all the things around us they're beautiful they're gifts from god but let's uh worship the creator yeah that's beautiful bruce beautiful well before we have this conversation of you and and leading children in worship Let's just tell our listeners a little bit about how you and I came into relationship. Um, you were getting ready to tell the story of your third congregation, Smithtown Gospel Tabernacle, where my family and I served for 13 and a half years. And um, so, yeah, I am horrible at remembering first contacts. Um, I don't know how you are. Do you have any recollection, memories of how... Um, you know, your first times uh, at Smithtown, oh, I would have been worship arts pastor there, how we first met. Uh, did you approach me? Did I approach you? I don't know. Do you got any memories? I, I got some. Well, I, when we first attended there, we were we were pretty, my wife and I were pretty broken. We sat for about eight months and just cried. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so that, that I definitely remember. But I remember what I remember uh, pretty vividly was uh, I remember getting a phone call. I think it was either from you or a secretary saying that 
you want to have to meet and have an interview. Uh, and it was about the third service. Okay. And, um, and, and I remember coming home from work, like, like I was, I didn't know what I was feeling. I was scared. I was nervous. I was like, I don't know if I should get involved. I don't know. I mean, if he finds out what kind of, um, worship leader I am, he might not want to have any part of me, (laughs) but I had all those thoughts raised in my head, but I remember going and sitting down for the interview and I think we must've talked for about almost two hours. Wow. And you were just kind of like digging in and trying to find out like the kind of person I was. And, and I told, I told, I told God, <laughs> that sounds funny, <laughs> but I told God, I said, God, I'm just going to be real. I'm going to be who I am because I have a, um, a, a, a part of me, a, a spontaneous, I call it a spontaneous part of me where, uh, the church that I had just come from, um, we did a lot of songs that uh, were just birth of the spirit in the moment. Mm. Um, there were a lot of times when the pastor was preaching and, he would look to me and I'd, I'd give him a nod and he, and he would give me the go and I would just actually sing out what he had just um, preached on, uh, just to kind of affirm in song what he preached in the Word. So there was a lot of things going on that I had just come from and I was like, well, you know, I'm just going to tell Pastor Todd everything. That's I'm going to let him know this is how I move and this is how God's gifted me and, yeah. and sometimes in the prophetic and and in the new song and so I, I just I was just like I'm just being honest and I said if this is something that he likes and this is something that God gives him the, the the yes on then great and and then you said okay well you can be a part of the third service and I was <laughs> yeah that's awesome. and I, that that's and I and you know I just uh, I just remember what an honor what a blessing it was to stand on in the on the platform and of uh, in front of all those people being a part of. Uh, uh, Smithtown and being part of that that team of worshipers, it was uh, it was o- it was overwhelming at times. I would stand up there and I I'd look out on the congregation as the people coming in and I said, "What an honor this is! I, mm. I God, I can't believe that you brought me so far to this place. What do I do now?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that w- that was a great season mm-hmm. of both of our lives. Uh, just to clue our listeners in a little bit, we were getting ready to go into a third to start a third service. And in our first two services, we had a 40-piece orchestra and a 60-voice choir, and it was a big team, and they were already making a very long commitment to the day. And uh, so then the strategy was to try to come up with a, a smaller, more intimate team for that third service that could serve you know, every week with a little bit of rotating uh, and, um, yeah. And so you were a part of that team from the beginning and, um, you know, there's some, there's, there's ways that, that you and I are similar, but then there's ways as both of you, as both of us know that you and I are very different. And when you talk about the spon the spontaneity, uh, of your, of your personality and your experience, and then my, uh, little more planning oriented, um, how we just grew each other and stretched each other and appreciated the differences, um, that we each had, the giftings that we each had and how that, um, molded together and how you were developed in that and how I was developed in that. And then how that was a blessing to the team and to the congregation. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And the, the exciting part, the exciting part for me was that I, I came from a place of uh, authority 
and uh, from a church where I was in, in, in charge and, and given authority to do this and that. And now I'm in a church where I get to serve. Mm. And it was, it was such a blessing. Like I would just, like, I, I would get there like at least a half an hour early and just get, get, I was so excited about <laughs> serving. <laughs> I was like, what can I do to make it better? What can I mm. do to help? Cause, cause being in a place of authority, you know, it, it, it's hard a lot, a lot of times, because you know you just there's so much to do, and and when you find, well, I found, and when I was the worship pastor at the previous church, there was two or three people that would just want to serve, serve me and help me, and, and it was mm. the it was the greatest thing. And mm. so when I came to Smithtown, I was like, what can I do to help? Yeah. <laughs> what can I do to serve? What can I do? You know, and uh, and I tell you, it was the greatest growth uh, I think I've ever experienced in, in my walk with the Lord was um, mm. serving uh, serving with you there. It was, uh, mm. I thank God for you. I thank God for you. I really do. You just really, um, you, you know, there was no, no, um, you were, you were true. You were, you, you spoke the truth in my, to my life a, a lot of times and you, you just gave me uh, good advice and, and, and loving correction. And uh, I appreciate it. Mm. Thanks, Bruce. Feelings yeah. are mutual. And as you were talking about um, being willing to serve, that's a great segue into our primary conversation here now. Um, because uh, after I left, um, you know, when, when leadership changes, then there's always shiftings and things that happen because people do things differently because we're all the same, but we're all different. Um, and eventually, because of your willingness to serve, that led to you leading children at Smithtown Gospel Tabernacle in worship together and, and even at very, very young ages. Um, and so talk about, um, you know, that transition that, again, going back to that relational pattern, God speaking to you, but then get into, segue that whole relationship pattern um, and what it's what it's what it's been like, and what it's like for you, and what your experience has been in leading children, whether it's two and three year olds or fourth and fifth graders, um, and how you've brought that to them, and how you've seen them respond. Yeah, uh, yeah. When uh, when you had um, when God gave you the call to to step out, um, yeah, a lot of changes happened, and um, I was pr- trying to pray it through. Um, really listening. I mean, I didn't want to ask God for anything at that point. I, I just wanted to ask him, well, I did. I wanted to ask him for his plan and, and where where it is he would want me to be. And and clearly spoke to my heart. And because I had been doing the children um, on an occasional, when you were there, I was doing it every once in a while on Sunday morning okay. I was with, with the kids. And so I was helping out uh, Pastor Dave when he was there. And um, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was exciting, and uh, it was very free, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, which is kind of like my wheelhouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so um, uh, so when you had when you guys had uh, stepped uh, ahead, and um, God was being a lot more clear in His um, direction with me to uh, be a part of the children's ministry. So um, I went in and I spoke to um, spoke to Pastor Matt and told him I was going to step down. Uh, from the uh, from the worship team and go with the kids full time, and um, it was I, it was out of obedience. It wasn't something like I never. This was my dream. This was my calling. It's finally being realized, kind of a thing. It's just 
my dream and my calling is to serve. And, and so this is uh, part of the process of um, staying obedient because that's the place of blessing. You know, it's just where, where God wants us to be. And so I, uh, so I went full time with the children's ministry and that was just so exciting because the kids are, the kids don't have filters like adults have. Mm-hmm. They're, they're so, they are so in the moment. And, um, so I was able to just read, um, I was able to bring scripture in with them. I was able to tell them stories. I was able to pray with them. I was able to um, give different expressions of worship rather than just it's all about singing. You know, yeah. we get into that mindset where, you know, worship is the more contemplative, slower song that we have in our music. But I was trying to bring the point home to the kids that worship is, uh, is, is, is what we do every day as we serve God, mm. serving God. And, um, and there was, like I said, there was such a freedom there where, uh, uh, I was able to actually, um, write, put scripture to music. That was a whole new thing for me then. Mm. Um, God was, uh, using the gift of, of writing. Um, uh, he just kind of opened the door with the children. So my shift of writing music for a congregation had just shifted now for writing for children. Hmm. And I, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> so, so I was teaching uh, children um, scripture by well, just by singing it. And uh, we've had we had such great moments with the kids. Sometimes, you know, the kids would be sitting on the floor, and we'd just be praying, and and, and the Holy Spirit would just speak to my heart and say, uh, "I want you to call out the children that want to be teachers and pray for them. I want you to call out the children that want to be doctors and 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 you know and different different things like that and that want to be pastors or or missionaries and and got to pray with a lot of children over mm. their lives and um and children praying for children too, which was great. This was in the um, elementary school time where I was um, ministering to kids that are first grade till about um, fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, and then um, one one Christmas, uh, the um, I guess I guess it's the children's ministry, but it's the uh, but the infants and the toddlers and the uh, the kindergartners. She came up to me and she said, "Would you please? Would it be all right if you came in and sang? Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Christmas carols to the children?" And you know, at that time, there was another change of leadership in the children's ministry and I felt God was moving me again. So I said yes to the uh, Christmas carols. And as I was singing those Christmas carols, to the kids, the Holy spirit just spoke to my heart and he said, I want you here now. Wow. <laughs> oh, so now I'm with the, with the, with the toddlers, the two, the three and the four and the five year olds. And I'm writing music for them and I'm, I'm teaching them what it means to live a life of worship every mm. day. And, teaching them to pray for one another and teaching them to hear. We took a uh, for example, we had one Sunday morning where we sat down and um, I told them the story about Samuel hearing God's voice and um, how he was sleeping and he, he heard his voice being called out. So I had the kids lay on the floor and <laughs> pretend they were sleeping. And so they were sleeping and, and I, I was like, Samuel <laughs> and calling the voice. So, but what we did was I, I gave them a, a, about 30 seconds of just listening. I said, God mm. wants to speak to all of your hearts. So, mm. so let's take some time and listen. So they did. And they were very quiet, which was really strange for two and three, three and four year olds. And, um, 
And then I asked them, I got up, I asked them, did, did God speak to any, any, of your, any of your hearts? Did you hear his voice? And one little girl stood up and said, God told me that I'm supposed to love my mother and father. And then one, one uh, little boy got up and said, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And all of a sudden, these little kids are standing up, speaking all these truths. Now, I don't know what to make of that, but I, it, it seemed pretty good to me. <laughs> you, you know, I thought that was pretty exciting. But, you know, that's, that's for me, that's the key with children. If you can teach them to hear, teach, let them know God wants to speak to their hearts. God wants yeah. to direct them. God loves them so much. And he wants to give them um, um, just that direction that they need in their lives. And to get them to understand that and to know that he wants to speak and help them to hear his voice and recognize his voice, that's the key for me. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. That's awesome. You showing them the showing them the picture at that young age, and hopefully we've got leaders listening who are hey, inspired by this that. Is, hey, I'm sorry, guys. Um, I just looked at my phone real quick. I have like five text messages. Um, Billy Bob just texted me. He said he's been trying to call you, but he cannot get through and you're not answering. You've got to be kidding. Do you know what he wants? Well, I told him we were talking to Bruce Rose from New York, and now he wants, you know, obviously he loves Bruce. He wants to say hello. So I, Oh, brother. <laughs> Sorry, Bruce. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Bruce? Do you want to say hi to Billy Bob? I, I guess I can I can give him a, a howdy do. Okay. All right. All right. Try to get him, Taylor. Put him on. All right. Sorry, Bruce. Well, you've met Billy Bob. You know how he is. Um, when he wants to say something, he wants to say something. Okay, so Billy we'll Bob, you're we'll... on with Bruce Rose. Try to make this quick. All right. Here we go. I'm on with Bruce Rose. Bruce. <laughs> yes, you are. Is yes, that, I'm here, Billy. Is that you, Bruce? That's me. Can you hear? Hello, is this on? Can you hear me, Bruce? Bruce Rose, is that you? It's it's me, Billy Bob. It's it's me. Oh, Bruce, it's so good to hear your voice. It's been so long. It's been so it's been long been... since I heard your voice. Oh man, we 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 had some good times when I would come out there and visit you guys in in New York. Remember those times? I remember them well. Oh man, well, it's good. It's good to hear you, Bruce. You know, let me just start by saying that that I know a thing or two about a thing or two. For for instance, Bruce, I know that you have written a book. Oh. Yeah, and you, not you, you and, and yeah, and not and well, of course, and not just any book, but a book for children, and not just any children's book, but. A worship book for children called My First Worship. What a beautiful title. My First Worship. I, I, I read this book to my kids so often. It's such a beautiful book. Thank you, Bruce, for writing this book. It's been helping helping me and, and, and the mother of my children raise our kids in such a beautiful way. Thank you so much for... Would you mind, Bruce, would you mind if I read just a little bit of your book? Hmm. I think that would be okay. 
I want to I want to <laughs> read just the ending. I want to read just the ending in a book because it's such it's such a beautiful book. Just beautiful pictures, beautiful ways of how of how you you show children how to to relate with God all throughout their day and how God helps them to relate to to everyone in their lives all throughout their day. So let me just read this beautiful ending. It says, "So I worship when I sleep." I worship when I play. I worship when I give thanks to God. I worship when I obey. Wow, that's powerful. I worship when I obey. Wow. I worship when I sing and dance and lift my hands up in the air. I worship when I'm in my room and only God is there. I worship with my family. God gave them just for me. God made me just for worship. And that's who I will be. Wow, that's powerful. That's that's who I will be. You say that so well, Bruce. Thank you. Thank you for providing this. Every parent, every parent should have this book and be reading it to their young children. Thank you so much, Bruce, for writing this book. It's been so good to say hi to you. God God bless you. And I hope those guys, I hope those guys, Todd and Taylor, you let Bruce tell people how they can get a hold of this book, okay? My right. first worship. Okay. Bye, Bruce. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks, Billy Bob. We'll make sure we do that. Sorry, Bruce. That was kind yeah, of Yeah, sorry about that, Bruce. Um, yeah, Billy Bob, Billy Bob. Well, he is he he is uh, impressed with he really your, likes book. your book. He likes your book. He <laughs> likes that book. So yeah, yeah. So as we wrap up here, Bruce, just tell us a little bit how about how this book came about and how people can get their hands on it. Well, it, it came about uh, out of pretty much the clear blue sky. I mean, obviously God had a plan, and um, He used one of His um, beautiful uh, ladies to come up to me one Sunday morning and. and she took out her little pointer finger and she put it in my face and said, you need to write a book and it's going to be called my first worship. Hmm. Wow. And, and then she walked away oh. <laughs> and, and that was it. That was my, that was my, uh, my orders to go. And so I went home, I sat down and, um, I opened up some, a book and I sat and I just started writing. I said, well, my first worship. And, and then the idea just popped into my head about how, well, things don't pop in. God just has uh, planned it. So it kind of, um, he revealed it to me. Yep. Um, I, sometimes, you know, I believe God places things in us and as the years go by, he begins to reveal things that have already been placed in us. So, but anyway, um, I, I started writing and it just came out like I was done with it in about 20 minutes. Uh, the rough copy. Wow. And then, um, I, I worked on it for a couple of days and, um, I feel like I, I had a handle on what I felt God, how God wanted me to present it. And, um, even that last page that Billy Bob read, um, I just, it wasn't like I struggled uh, writing that. It just kind of came out hmm. like a, like a song. And, um, yeah. And then, uh, I said, okay, you know what? I felt like it was time to give it a shot. So I looked up some different, um, publishing houses and, uh, I found one that I felt God put his finger on and I called them up. I, and I submitted it, and they received it, and then three days later, they said, we want to publish you. Wow. And I was like, 
okay, this is this isn't a place I expected to be. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's just like okay, I'm I'm an author now. I'm writing children's books. Yeah, and then it, it was a process. It took about a year between because I had to do everything online. So it was um, you know, all the editing and the uh, the illustrations, and I wanted to make sure everything was done right. And, and even in the final publishing, we found out that there had to be a few more adjustments. Um, and, uh, and then there it is. It's, it's, it's a book that, um, my, my, I love to read to my grandchildren. Um, it's a, it's a great book and it's a book for children, but it's also a book for parents too, to help them to understand how to communicate, um, the life of worship to mm-hmm. their children. Yep. Um, rather than, you know, it's just something that we do. It's Sunday. Let's go to church and worship. No, it's Monday. Let's, let's have Thursday. It's Tuesday. It's Wednesday. It's every day. It's every moment of the day. And, and uh, I'm just so excited because I've heard so many good reports about people um, uh, reading it to their children and to their grandchildren and, and how they make it a kind of a thing that they do every night. But um, but it's available on um, – you can go to um, Amazon.com. It's available there. Just type in the title of the book, My First Worship, and you can put my uh, the author, my name in there, Bruce D. Rose. And, and it's available also on Barnes & Noble. I believe it's also available through your website, Pastor Todd. Well, it is, absolutely. And uh, again, just to uh, clue our listeners in, um, I got involved uh, in this uh, process. I can't remember the exact story of how we were uh, going back and forth on it, but I, but I know sometime right around that time, and I think before you even told me about it, um, I was just thinking, wow, how do how can I get the worship is life message into the hands of children? And then all of a sudden, um, the book was coming about, and you were texting me the 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 words to the book, and and um, and then we, as our ministry, uh, invested in helping you get it published. And now and now wherever I go, not only is it on our website, but wherever I go, I travel with the book and have taken it all over the world. Um, and it's just, it's just a powerful, powerful book and is going to, uh, just continue to have influence, um, as, as the word gets out and, and I'm holding it in my hands here, Bruce, it's just so beautiful. Even the illustrations and like, you know, I looked at it for the first time in a little bit here and, uh, I was like, man, I feel like I'm in a, like in a Barnes and Noble in the kids section, just grabbing just the professionalism and like the beauty. It's just, it's really exciting, man. Yeah, sure is. Yeah. Well, Bruce, it's been such a, a privilege, blessing, honor. We've been so happy to have you on our podcast and I trust, uh, parents are going to be encouraged. I trust, uh, uh, those who are leading, especially children in worship, have learned and gleaned. And uh, thank you so much for being a beautiful life example of relationship with God and relationship with others. I mean, just every word that comes out of your mouth um, just paints the beautiful reality of that picture. Worship equals relationship and relationship is the purpose of life. So God bless you, my friend. It's been great, great having you, and we will talk soon. Thanks a lot, Pastor Todd. It was my pleasure. All right, thanks, buddy. This is Bruce Rose, and you're listening to the Worship is Life podcast.